the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. J.D. Vance is one of the first-timers who may not have an Election Day routine. J.D., what are you doing in the last 48 hours of what seems to be a breakaway race for you, 10 points according to the latest poll? You know, if you were, we're just sprinting as much as we can. Um, I'm, uh, I'm sitting in the hotel room right now. We have an event here in about 20 minutes. Uh, we'll do that, just get out the vote rally. Uh, we'll do another one. Uh, we're in, we're in uh, Avon today. And then we'll do another one in Toledo, uh, another event in, um, in Lima. And then we'll head to Dayton where we're doing Trump rally tonight. So it's a busy day for us. You had Josh Hawley in with you over the weekend. Anyone else come in over the weekend for you? I mean, the Buckeye State is pretty locked up, but nevertheless, it never hurts to bounce the rubble a little bit. You know, we, we've mo- other than Josh, no, uh, we've mostly been focusing <clears throat> on, on campaigning with our other st- statewide candidates. So Frank LaRose, our great Secretary of State, Dave Yost, Attorney General, of course, Governor DeWine, Lieutenant Governor Houston. So uh, we're all up uh, in, in this cycle, just the nature of, of how Ohio does its election. So uh, we've had a good time actually getting to know those guys and spending some time on the bus together. Now, I am curious whether or not um, the would-be Supreme Court majority, Sharon Kennedy, Pat DeWine, and Pat Fisher, are campaigning with the Republican ticket. This is the first time Ohio has made a partisan designation. I expect those three to win, Kennedy, DeWine, and Fisher. But are they campaigning with you and uh, Governor DeWine? Yeah, they are. I actually saw uh, Sharon Kennedy and, uh, and, and Pat Fisher at an event at a brewery last night in Summit County. Uh, with Frank LaRose. So they're definitely getting out there and pounding the pavement. DeWine's been out there. Pat DeWine's been out there quite a bit as well. And for those of you listening in Ohio, let me just put a plug in for those races. So people don't think of the Ohio Supreme Court as a critical race. It is. It's actually very important. And we have three very good people running uh, on our side this year. So Fisher, DeWine, Kennedy, please get out there and vote for them. Yeah, the, the current Supreme Court is basically a nullification court. It acts in ways that even a Yale lawyer like J.D. will understand is simply outside of their lane. They nullify legislative decisions left and right. And J.D. Vance, I don't think Ohioans like that. No, I don't think they do either. I mean, one of the worst things our Supreme Court has done is basically make it illegal uh, for judges to consider public safety when imposing bail uh, on a defendant. And that's led to a lot of violent crime uh, here in the state of Ohio. We're going to reverse that through a constitutional amendment. But I think it's preposterous that we need a constitutional amendment to correct the work of an activist Supreme Court. So it is very important on law and order, on jobs and growth, very important to get those three guys across the finish line. Now, J.D., I want to bring up the Wall Street Journal poll this morning. It's a national poll that shows 18 percent of black voters are going Republican. That is uh, more than double uh, the number of black voters that President Trump got in 2020. It shows the Latino vote has basically tied up. The Democrats have a four-point margin where they used to have a 25-point margin. Have you seen that in your rallies and in your internal polling? Uh, we've seen it in both. You definitely, I think, uh, I think a lot of black voters in the state of Ohio are going to come over, uh, vote for me, and, and vote for Mike DeWine for governor. 
I actually have a funny story, Hugh. So we were, uh, you know, my, my team was trying to convince me to do one of these digital videos at the gas pump. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cheesy. Everybody knows the gas is too high. So we pull up next to a guy, it's a it's middle-aged black guy in a pickup truck. I get out of the car. He gets out of his pickup truck, and he says, man, I cannot believe how bad this economy is. <laughs> and so I look at my team and say, all right, I'll record the damn video. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you asked him for his vote. Well, now tell me, when the president goes out and on Friday in Oceanside, California, and you may have been at Oceanside, California. I don't know whether you were an East Coast Marine or a West Coast Marine, J.D. Did you ever get stationed at Pendleton? I, I never did. I was an East Coast Marine. East Coast. Well, Oceanside is right outside of Pendleton. And so the president goes to Oceanside and he says, we're going to shut down all the coal plants. Then he goes to Philly yesterday or Pittsburgh yesterday. He says, we're not going to do any more drilling. Is he the gift that keeps on giving? Is he actually a Republican? Man, it, it really sounds like it. It's like a psychological operation to try to convince everybody to vote for us in this election. Uh, it's, it's crazy for the president to be sh- talking about shutting down fossil fuels in the midst of a worldwide energy crisis especially when we know that China, India are building coal-fired plants by the week. It's preposterous policy. It's also awful politics, and I just don't know what the president thinks he's doing. Uh, Look, I really do think Biden, um, I I don't know if he has dementia, but he's clearly lost a step because he's not driving a message that's going to get Democrats to the polls. He's infirm. That's my, my, I don't think he has to make, I think he's infirm. I think he's 80 years old. It's hard to be 80 years old and do this and that he gets tired. Uh, JD, let's talk about what you want to get done uh, as Senator Vance. What, what committee do you want? What is your priority? You know, I, I, I really want to sit on the Commerce Committee, uh, the intersection of obviously energy issues, technology issues, things that I care a lot about, jobs and growth. Um, you know, we'll probably try to do something on the foreign policy side, maybe armed services. I, I care a lot, Hugh about an issue that not, of us, not a lot of us think a whole lot about, but the way that we fund defense technology in our country. It's actually one of the main ways that we, we do technology development as a nation. And obviously, it's the way that we, we stay ahead in terms of weapon systems, ahead of the Chinese, the Russians, and other people. Uh, so, so I would love to work on those things. But look, I, I think the house is on fire right now at the southern border, and we've got to get the border crisis under control. And, and I'll do anything. I'll work with anybody uh, to make sure that we close down the border, close down the fentanyl inflow, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin this country if we let it happen for much longer. Yeah, it's one of those submarine issues. Like education, I want to close by talking about education. But the border is on everyone's mind. Even if they are not directly impacted, they know it is changing their community into a dangerous community because of the fentanyl flow. Let's talk about education, J.D. When you do your rallies, my assumption is that moms especially are going to turn out for Republicans. They are so angry at COVID-era shutdowns and the continued, you know, in New York and in Virginia, teachers get election day off. That is usually great for a teacher's union supported candidate. It's a terrible thing tomorrow because parents are reminded of all the days their kids haven't been in school in the last two and a half years. Yes, this is exactly right. You, I mean, it, it, it's a very submerged issue, but when you talk about it, people get very fired up about it. And there are a lot of mama bears out there who are very frustrated with this. Um, you know, they, they want schools to make their kids smarter, not brainwashed. And unfortunately, they feel like a lot of schools aren't given a good education and are doing way too much indoctrination. It frustrates people. I think I told you this, Hugh, but I, I've, I've had people come up every single uh, every single week. People will come up and give me a book that, that, that that's in their kid's library, in their kid's school, and they're asking themselves, why is this in there when a lot of our children don't even know basic grade-level arithmetic? And it's a good question, and it's something we're going to have to fix. Can I stay with that for a second? Because the reaction of... The blue bubble left is to say, 
uh, book banning, and that's made up, and those books don't exist, and it's not my dog. He didn't, he didn't buy Jim. Besides, you kicked him first. They just ignore the issue, J.D., of appropriateness and age sensitivity and, moreover, parental control of, of intimacy issues, control of their, their counseling, control of their input. Do you hear that a lot from parents? I hear it all the time, Hugh, and I've been shown the books by parents. So I know that it's not a fake issue. Uh, I know that the blue bubble is deluding themselves. and it, It's really not just this issue, Hugh. I mean, I saw Chris Murphy, I think my future colleague, likely future colleague from Connecticut, was tweeting this morning or last night about how, you know, really all that me and Blake Masters want to do is implement Christo-fascism to give white males more power. Did he really? Did he really? He absolutely did. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, dude, we have a border crisis and things are way too expensive. Like, let's fix the problems in this country. The fact that they're so obsessed with this weird liberal wish casting is one of the reasons why they're going to get shellacked. And look, I'm a Republican. I want Republicans to win. I don't think that it's healthy to have a Democratic Party that's so just completely detached from reality. Well, I think they're out of messaging. I'll close on this. You've been doing this for a year. You've been out there more than a year talking to people. They don't have a they've cha- It's a carousel of messages and they've ended up with threat to democracy. And everyone's are you crazy? I can't afford food. Isn't that basically it? Uh, that's exactly it. That, that's exactly it. And, and remember, a few months ago, these guys were all out campaigning on unlimited abortion on demand up until the moment of birth. They've gotten away from that, but it's, it's like every two months they pick some new far-left bugaboo. They try to run a campaign on it, and they realize people are worried about the cost of food. They're, they're worried about their neighbors dying of overdoses. They're worried about crime and public safety. They're worried about the things that normal people worry about in the midst of some serious crises in our country. And they have every right to be concerned about what they're seeing in front of them and not what Chris Murphy and other far-left people think that they should care about. Well, J.D. Vance, looking forward to seeing you inside the Beltway, but run through the tape. I hope you're going to Warren on the last two days. Are you going to Warren? <laughs> I, I don't think so, unfortunately. Uh, we're going to be in southern Ohio tomorrow. i got to vote. Uh, and, then, and then we're going to do a couple stops in central Ohio. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.